Chapter fifty four of Discourses on the First Decade of Titus Livius, Book One. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Hypatia. Discourses on the First Decade of Titus Livius, Book One, by Niccolo Machiavelli. Translated by Ninian Hill Thompson. Chapter fifty four of the boundless authority which a great man may use to restrain an excited multitude the next noteworthy point in the passage referred to in the foregoing chapter is that nothing tends so much to restrain an excited multitude as the reverence felt for some grave person clothed with authority who stands forward to oppose them for not without reason has virgil said if then by chance some reverend chief appear known for his deeds and for his virtues dear silent they wait his words and bend a listening ear he therefore who commands an army or governs a city wherein tumult shall have broken out ought to assume the noblest and bravest bearing he can and clothe himself with all the ensigns of his station that he may make himself more revered it is not many years since florence was divided into two factions the fratecci and arrabbiati as they were named, and these coming to open violence, the Fratecci, among whom was Pagolo Antonio Soderini, a citizen of great reputation in those days, were worsted. In the course of these disturbances, the people coming with arms in their hands to plunder the house of Soderini, his brother, Messer Francesco, then Bishop of Volterra and now Cardinal, who happened to be dwelling there, so soon as he heard the uproar and saw the crowd, putting on his best apparel and over it his episcopal robes went forth to meet the armed multitude and by his words and mien brought them to a stay and for many days his behaviour was commended by the whole city the inference from all which is that there is no surer or more necessary restraint on the violence of an unruly multitude than the presence of some one whose character and bearing command respect but to return once more to the passage we are considering, we see how stubbornly the people clung to this scheme of transplanting themselves to Vey, thinking it for their advantage, and not discerning the mischief really involved in it, so that in addition to the many dissensions which it occasioned, actual violence must have followed, had not the Senate, with the aid of certain grave and reverend citizens, repressed the popular fury. End of chapter 54